Hello and welcome to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined as always by Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Hey everybody, how you doing? And Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello. So, on this episode we are playing a game called Nuked. Nuked. Which is um, an indie game um, by a couple of dudes who go by the names of Mac and Non-Dairy Giant. Uh, I ran across this on the uh, RPG subreddit, and uh, it was it was just like the timing uh, was just fortuitous because we I, the three of us had been talking and like you know we haven't done a post-apocalyptic game you know on the podcast and and like two days later I just happened to be going through Reddit and saw this uh, and they had an itch.io for it and uh, so I shot him some money and downloaded the PDF and um, posted a comment in the um, the thread, you know, and said, hey, man, I sent you some money and downloaded the PDF. I think it looks cool. And, um, you know, I got this podcast that I do. And if you are interested, you know, whatever. And uh, started a conversation with Mac, uh, who seemed like a really nice dude. And um, so he gave me some, some suggestions, uh, one of them being to go ahead and actually level up in between episodes because um, then we can sort of kind of get into the weird stuff, the mutations and, you know, the mm-hmm. perks and stuff. And um, I thought that was a good a good suggestion. So we will will be doing that. And uh, additionally, uh, yeah, so you know, like I said, they have that itch.io, so I, I highly recommend checking that out um, and just sending them, sending them some money if you think it looks cool. And, you know, so um, it's kind of inspired i think uh pretty heavily by things like mad max which we i think can all agree is is pretty cool and uh yeah you know uh the fallout games which are some of my favorite um games um going all the way back to the 90s you know with the fallout one and two which are two of my favorite games of all time and then of course bethesda picked it up and all that so um so anyway so that is what we will be playing today and uh we have two uh, characters in Honcho and one Dennis Pickle who live in a little town called Boomtown. Now, it's not really a town and it's not really a Boomtown and it's not really named for, you know, the whole phenomenon of a town exploding in population because that is certainly not what it has done. Uh, it is a very, it's more of a village, really. Um, Maybe it's about just. Sorry, maybe it's just called Boomtown because it went boom. Uh, yeah. boom. Yeah, because it was formed immediately following uh, the big boom, the blast, the pox eclipse, and it's a it's a little village of about twenty people, and um, but about twice as many chickens. So so you eat a lot of uh, eggs and occasionally old tough uh chickens you know when they get too old to lay um eggs because um, <laughs> nobody's fucking chickens um <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> they might be um but um you two honcho and dennis have um decided that rather than just while away your uh, years in boomtown the rather boring Boomtown, you've decided to venture out into the world and become scrappers, like picking over the old, uh, you know, relics from before the war and collecting them and bringing them back uh, to earn your fortune. And you've made this announcement um, that you were going to be doing this. And of course, um, Cutter, who's kind of like the mayor of the town. Um, he's and he's an old dude. Um, he's he doesn't even know how old he is. As far as you know, he might be the oldest person on Earth. He's probably somewhere in his sixties, which is pretty freaking old in this uh, you know environment. Um, but uh, he didn't want he did not want you to go. Um, 
but uh, you in, it tried to persuade you to stay, but uh, he was not not successful in that. And um, so the entire town, is <laughs> village for what it is, all 20 odd people uh, have sort of gathered around this morning as you uh, are about to venture off towards the ruined city off to the north. And who knows what weird and uh, fantastic things you might find there. Um, but uh, everybody's sort of gathered around here and uh, a couple people, you know, uh, kind of holding back tears and sort of sniffling. And um, Cutter's kind of shaking his head, you know, he's got uh, kind of a long gray hair and he uh, looks up at you, uh, Honcho, and he says, Well, I knew this day was coming, but... Uh, not, uh, not looking forward to it. I don't. I don't think you guys belong out there. Well, a road walker I was in my background, and a road walker I shall be again. And I'll just tell you a little bit about Ancho real quick. He's a younger guy with a great big mop of uh, sandy-colored hair and unshaven. He's a short guy with a broken nose, wears patched clothes. He's very tolerant, but he's also very reckless. And I have some leather armor and a, a rifle. And uh, I'm lucky enough to have some rope and a working flashlight. I also have some cool junk, which I have a metal briefcase full of poker chips. And I have three copies of the same LP, which I have decided is Machine Head by Deep Purple. Those, those junk items were rolled randomly on a rather fun table that the designers have included in the game. So, so that's Honcho. And actually... I picture Honcho myself. I was actually found as a child by Goonies character, Mr. Pickle. I call him Mr. Pickle because he raised me, more or less raised me. So, so uh, tell him, why don't you tell him about yourself, Mr. Pickle? Yeah, so I think um, most of these, the tears that are being shed from the other villagers are probably for Honcho because I don't think too many people are going to miss Dennis Pickle because he's kind of cranky and uh, hard to get along with. Um, because he is, he's also quite old, but I think he just looks a lot older than he actually is. It's the mileage. Yeah, it's definitely the mileage. He's He has lived quite a while for, you know, going through an apocalypse and all the hardship that comes with that. Um and uh, he, so he's kind of got some greasy gray hair, kind of long, and he's his physique is wiry. He's got a, he's greedy, um, but also curious. He's got busted teeth. And he's wearing clothes that are the wrong size, so they're definitely too big for him. It's, you know, back, who knows where he found these clothes, but even if these were his own clothes, you know, he's definitely lost weight as well. So they could have been his clothes, um, but he kind of looks like a scarecrow now. And um, I don't know if Sean... Did you have a perk or a mutation? I do. I have a perk. I got a perk, a pretty good one, called Spray and Pray. So whenever I use my rifle, I get a plus one because I'm a level one character. That'll go up as I level, and I roll an extra die of damage with guns. All right. And, um, well, yeah. that's that's nice because I have a mutation, which I believe you also rolled, but you we can choose, you know... Um, a pure perker mutation, and uh, so it was 100 on this table. Um, vestigial wings. Vestigial wings let you glide uh, up to your level times 10, so 10 feet. I can glide. And interesting. Then, yeah, and then I just have a uh, some leather armor with a scrap shield which I've decided is a old satellite dish that he's kind of modified a little bit 
uh, for some, you know, add some hand, some grips. And then he's got a revolver handgun. And uh, yeah, what is? I it? forgot. I got a, I got a shield too. I'm sorry, to interrupt. Yeah. I got a shield too. I forgot. It's mine's a mine's a do not pass sign, like an old do not pass sign from the highway. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You shall not pass. <laughs> and then uh, his background is lugger, which I'm not exactly sure what that is, but I guess he lugged things around. I don't know. You found me and you lugged me back to Boomtown long ago, Mr. Pickle, and I'll always be mighty, mighty obliged. Yeah, I raised you since you were a little baby. I don't know why somebody just tossed you out like garbage, you know, and I raised you, but uh, I just called you Honcho. You're not not a pickle, not yet. Maybe someday I'll let you call yourself Honcho Pickle, but... Right now, you're just not <laughs> Now, I want to go with... I rolled no last name on the table. I rolled my my name randomly, and, and I got no <laughs> last name. So, um, maybe someday I will be so honored to be Honcho Pickle. Someday. Yeah, you, you, you better uh, you watch, watch yourself and do good, and someday maybe I might let you call yourself a pickle. All right, all right. But, uh, yeah, Mr. Cutter, we, we know you don't want us to go, but, you know, the horizon beckons. We just want to be scrappers. we got to get on the road. Maybe we can find something, you know, useful to bring back to the people here at Boomtown. They'll help us out and improve our lives here in this world of the poxy clips. Yeah, well, that's true, and you might, but you might get yourselves killed, too. Now, I don't, wouldn't mind too much, you know, Dennis over here. Gets, bites it, but you yeah. know, a young man like you, Hancho, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if I bit it as well. I'm tired of this godforsaken place. Lived long <laughs> enough already. <laughs> now, uh, Dennis, I believe, uh, has kind of a problem in that he is addicted to nicotine. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I love me some tobacco. I wish uh, I could find some. Doesn't sound like he has any no. right now. Is that is that right? Okay. No, I kinda haven't seen to, any in a long time. Kind of hard to come by. First thing that happened was all the cigarettes got rounded up by the survivors, you know. All cigarettes and penicillin. Yeah. Well, perhaps if you were lucky, uh, you might stumble across some. And, well, and of course, there are caravans... Um, that do come through every now and then and, you know, uh, trade and stuff. And sometimes we'll even bring water. Now, you guys, um, you know that there's a lake um, actually just uh, outside the ruined city, which is uh, conveniently (laughs) and presumably because of this, uh, you happen to know it's called Lake City, or it was at one time anyway. Um, But, uh, you know, they, the caravans will bring and, and trade, and occasionally we'll have cigarettes, you know, that some that they stumbled across or, or that they bartered for. Um, so you you see them occasionally, but it, it is pretty rare. Um, and you guys, um, this lake uh, adjacent to the city, uh, on the other side of the highway from the city, is um, called uh, Lake Volta, and this is where you guys, I mean, you had these sort of carts that you will wheel and it's it's the better part of a day's journey up to the lake but you have these carts with these uh tubs in them that you will you like wheel it's like you know almost a full day thing to wheel a cart up there and fill it full of water and wheel it back and of course you've been doing this occasionally everybody sort of takes turns doing it um so at minimum there's kind of um you know a, a rutted trail up to the lake so you don't have to worry about getting lost um, on your way to the uh, the city, the ruined city. And um, so uh, in addition to Cutter, um, who doesn't want you to go, there is um, a fairly um, attractive young lady named Jackie uh, who I don't think... Honcho necessarily 
noticed that she was kind of interested in him. I think he was maybe kind of oblivious to that, but um, she does seem to be uh, particularly uh, sad at the moment. Now, now, Jackie. Don't cry, Jackie. Well, I try not to. But I... I never... I never got to tell you how how I felt, huh, Joe? Oh, I'm not as oblivious as you might think I am, Jackie. I could tell when our eyes would meet, but... I I can tell you've been looking at me all day long. I can see it in your eyes. Uh, Don't you worry now. I'll be back. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, I see the way you look at me. I... I know you're going to be pining after me, something fierce when I leave here. Yeah, we never shared our feelings together, but, um, you know, if I bet the feeling's mutual, you know, and uh, you're kind of a babe, and uh, I like babes, <laughs> and I hope I'm going to find some more babes out there, and, you know, it's just don't hate to play or hate the game, they say. Well, maybe I am oblivious, because I didn't know anything about that, Jackie. I'm sorry for my presumption. I think I was going to bring you back a piece of pretty scrap, too. Bring back some real nice trash. I, I didn't know anything about that, either. Um, I, I, I think I think Mr. Pickle is, is um, delusional. Um, but anyway, you, you be safe out there, okay? Honcho, not Dennis. I, I... Don't you worry, I'll be safe. Mr. Pickle will look out for oh, me. You don't let nothing happen. Take good care. You always have. Yeah, yeah it's all right. But don't worry, Jackie. And I'll give Jackie a kiss on her cheek. Oh, she uh, accepts and, and kind of begins to blush a little bit and steps back. And then um, a guy you don't really talk to, and in fact who doesn't really talk very often, um, approaches you. His name is Lefty Shitrip, and um, he is one of... So, basically, and I guess I probably should have given you a little bit of background, um, but I will give it to you now. Basically, whenever people decide they want to be scrappers and go out, you know, into the wasteland, they basically don't ever come back. Um, Presumably, they're killed. I mean, there's, you know, stories of them being... uh, torn apart by razor fiends or killed by raiders or, or mutants or, or whatever. So it's, it's pretty rare that scrappers ever actually do come back. But Lefty Shitrip, he did, he did come back. And he's, you know, now he, he's never been the same since he got back. He was out there in the wastes for years, finally came back, and um, has basically been a hermit in Boomtown. Uh, ever since he he returned, but um, and he's got kind of crazy eyes and and long hair and a long untrimmed beard, and uh, you know the same sort of filthy rags that everybody else is wearing, ill-fitting, filthy rags. But he uh, walks up to you and he's just kind of looking around with his shifty eyes, and probably haven't said two words to him uh, or exchanged two words with him since he got back but it looks like he wants to tell you something but it looks like he's kind of having a hard time getting it out what's on your mind lefty I just I just wanted to tell you something boys now if you if you see anybody they look like robots I'm sorry, did you say robots? Robots. They look like robots, but they're not robots. Well, you're talking about mechanical contraptions, robots? No, they... I'm saying they look like robots, but they ain't robots. There's men. There's men inside a robot. And if you see them... You run away now. You hear me? Well, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take your advice, Lefty. They yeah. slaughtered everybody. 
he says. All right. So the man inside the robot outfit slaughtered everybody. I remember oh, that. There's many of them. I don't know how many, but they're out there. All right. Well, are these things new, or are they left over from before? I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. I just know they're bloodthirsty as all hell. Yeah, and they can't be robots then, because robots, you know, they just want bits and bites and whatever. They don't want, like, blood or bites of people. They want bites of, like, information, I think. One time when I ran into them robot men, one of them didn't have his helmet on. That's how I know there was men inside. Hmm. 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 Okay. I'll keep an eye out for him. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, uh, Mr. Shitrip. I ain't gonna let myself get, uh... I ain't gonna let myself get messed up on no robot men. Don't you worry. I'll keep a good eye out. Mr. Pickle, he'll keep a good eye out, too, won't you, Mr. Pickle? Well, I always got an eye out. Yeah, I ain't gonna let these robot men, uh, mess our whole plan up, you know. Yeah, Lefty, you know... We're out there. We're going to find a bunch of scraps. If there's anything you want, we can maybe look out for that as well. Where are there scraps? Oh, it's been a long time since I've been to the city. That's where you're going, isn't it? Here we are. Well, you watch out for for the arena now. Well, at least... They used to now. I don't know how it is these days, but they had, they had a, uh, well, you just don't want to get involved. They didn't put it that way. Do you say an arena? That's right. Well, you mean like they got themselves some, some gladiatorial combats or whatnot? Them city folk? Yeah, that's right. It ain't man on man, though. That would be too easy. You know, is it robot on robot? No, it's... Beasts against men, typically, but... Oh, no. no. I thought you were going to say girl on girl. Uh, Dang it, but I don't like the sound of what you said. And some of the best scrap you found. Hmm. Well, I can't can't remember the name of the place, but uh, it was guarded very heavily. Okay. So, so you saying we see a bunch of guards, a bunch of human activity, then uh, this is a, some sign that they got the good stuff, the good scrap. Well, now the the best the best scrap in in, in that town now. Okay, it's not mm-hmm. guarded by men. It's guarded by robots. But these aren't robots. That are men inside the robots. They're they're actual robots. The actual robots. Okay. That's right. Okay. Mm. So if we see a robot. We see a robot, we need to make sure it's an actual, legitimate robot and not a man robot. Not a man in a robot facade. Is what That's right, yeah. You, but but the, the actual the actual robots, the actual robots is, 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 is bad, too. They're just, they're just as bad as... Because they're the guards for the scrap. It sounds like everything's pretty bad out there, the way you oh, tell it, Mr. I wish Shirt I never Rip. went. I wish I never went. Well, you don't paint a rosy picture, but we got to go. Because we're going to look like damn fools if we get all these people out to say goodbye to us, and then we don't go. And in a life where nothing's ventured, nothing's gained. Isn't that right, Mr. Pickle? That's absolutely right. I'm so damn tired of this village and looking at the same ugly people. I need to get the hell out of here. And it's about time. I'm taking Hancho with me. And uh, we're not coming back unless we find some good scrap. But we are coming back. Well, Cutter uh, takes that opportunity to walk up and shake both of your hands and uh, say, Well, if you're gone, I guess you better get gone. That's right. It's about that time. Hope I see you boys soon. I'll be safe. Oh, don't worry. We'll be safe. Mr. Pickle ain't going to let nothing happen to me. You remember that, Jackie? Your honcho be coming home soon. I hope so, she says, and, and touches her cheek where you mm-hmm. placed your kiss. 
I had no idea all this time. I had no idea. Well, we better get out of here before I start crying. All right. Well, with that, you guys leave Boomtown for perhaps the last time. For it is truly a dangerous place out there in the wastes. But you're going anyway. So you... uh have all your uh, shit together and you begin following the rutted uh, cart trail up to the north that kind of runs parallel to uh, what they call the Devil's Highway. Um, kind of a crumbling uh, you know, old north-south uh, interstate. Um, and, you know, there's occasionally a, you know, an abandoned, rusted out car here and there but I mean you, anything that was going to be of value in those you know damn good and well is you know long gone long gone long picked through yeah but the scrappers what came before us indeed and uh, so there of course are all sorts of uh, different people out in the wastes so, we're going to see. I must uh, find my table here. Cue the table finding music. Indeed. I should have been on this page already, but I had to change to look up rules a minute ago. <laughs> table, table, table. Table, table, table. Table, table, table. Looking for a table. Nice big table where I can put my dinner. All right. <laughs> Let's roll. We're going to meet some random folk. Is that right? All right. Well, that's a thing that does, that is going to happen. So it's, it's you know, um, it's a long day's hike um, to get all the way to the lake and you know by the time you get there and you uh, have filled up the tub with water and you know then it's it's fucking obviously heavy and you gotta push that shit all the way back I mean that's you know that's like maybe a 14 to 16 hour day Um, because it takes you know 6-7 hours to get there Um, and You've been on the road for only about an hour. I say the road. The (laughs) trail. For only about an hour when you see in the distance um, the telltale silhouette of um, a wagon being pulled by, um, you know, a large bovine creature. These are typically the uh, trading caravans Ooh. that uh, Ooh. come through. And um, as you uh, guys approach each other, um, you recognize the guy leading the uh, wagon as being this, this guy. You, he comes through occasionally. Um, his name's Herm, and when he gets into shouting distance he kind of squints in your direction and waves and says is that you Mr. Pickle? Honcho? yeah that's us you you, you recognize what's up Herm? well I was just heading into Boomtown Uh, looks like you're heading to the lake but yeah we're heading out of there we're 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 going out venturing, and we're going to find some scrap in the in the old uh, old broken down city, whatever it's called. Old Lake Lake City. We're going to go be scrappers. Oh, I break and that's why you ain't got a water cart with you. Oh, uh, okay. Well, now he's getting about close enough that he doesn't have to yell anymore. So, uh, well, that's very mighty adventurous of you, uh, going all the way to. Lake City now. 
It's dangerous out in the city, I understand. I, I've never bothered to venture in there myself. There's plenty dangerous enough out here just doing the trading moves. Yeah, yeah, we heard about that. We heard about the robot men who, who looks like robots, but they's men. And we heard about the actual robots. And we heard about an arena where there's some beast-on-man action. And there ain't no girl-on-girl action. We already determined there ain't no tickle fighting or nothing. Yeah. It's some bad stuff. Now, did you say, uh, did you say robots that was men? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what Mr. Shitrip told us. He said these robot they looks like these robots, but but inside he saw one with his helmet off, and he's a man inside the robot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, those are going to be soldiers of the Bastion, and you you probably want to avoid them if you can. Don't don't get too close. They like to shoot first and ask questions later, if you know what I mean. Soldiers of the Bastion. That's right. Well, well who's the Bastion? Sebastian, is that what you said? No, not Sebastian. The Bastion. The Bastion, yeah. That's, that's their, uh, that's their, their, their base, I, I think. It's down in the mountains somewhere, I, I believe. Yeah, Bastion's like a clubhouse, Mr. Pickle, where they get together and sharpen their knives and whatnot. Yeah, I don't like that. So I imagine that's what uh, Mr. Shitrip was talking about. But uh, he's definitely right uh, in that you do not want to mess with them if you if you run across them. Okay, good advice. That, that, that uh, Shitrip's got a uh, screw loose. Uh, but, um, I imagine he's probably accurate about that. It sounds, sounds to me like he was. Uh, well, anyway, I'm gonna get on down to Boomtown now. Uh, don't reckon you boys kind of think you want to trade. Yeah, have you found any tobacco? Uh, I figured you was gonna ask that. Uh... Well, as a matter of fact, uh, I've got uh, four uh, four pre-war cigarettes right here. Now they're gonna be steel as all hell. Oh, I don't give one shit. I don't smoke anything that's got nicotine in it. Well, I don't have much to trade yet, but uh, I mean, you can take this. I got um, a sewing needle. That's pretty handy for sewing clothes up, patching holes and all that. You know, it's not much, but... And I got a milk crate. Everyone's <laughs> got it needs... Have to have a milk crate. You can sit on it, and you can stack stuff on it or in it. Uh, well, uh, I mean, that's real handy to have. How much... Uh, I give you both of them for all the cigarettes you got. I was thinking I'd give you uh, one cigarette for the sewing needle and one cigarette for the milk crate. Uh, this two cigarettes is going to make me want more. How many did you say you had? Just four. Well, I got, um, I can't give away my crowbar, my flashlight, my rations and water. Just yet. <sighs> hey, I tell you what, I got three copies of this this seminal hard rock recording, Machine Head by Deep Purple. I can't play it, but since I got three of the same one, Mr. Pickle, you've been so good to me. How's about I trade you this copy of Machine Head by Deep Purple? Look, it's got all these great songs on it I ain't never heard, but you know they're good. Highway Star, Smoke on the Water. All the good stuff. I bet you it's just rocks if you could ever figure out how to play it. i give you one of these. And, you know, you could use, like, a Frisbee to decapitate zombies or whatever, too. That's what I hear. So, uh, okay, well, how many cigarettes do you want for that? Two. One for each side of the record. Oh, you're a shrewd negotiator, Mr. Honcho. Thank you. All right, I'll take, the, I'll take that deal. All yeah, right. Hopefully I'll find a... One of them spinny things I can play this on. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm hoping to find a spinny thing too, because I want to hear it. Give me them feeling... cigarettes already. Okay, okay, there you go. All right. Oh, 
Oh, I, I need something to light it with, but I'm just gonna put some of this up uh, between my gum, my lip. <laughs> so you're gonna chew cigarette tobacco, essentially? Well, yeah, I'm gonna put a little, I'm gonna do a little chew, and uh, I, I don't have nothing to get no matches or light or anything. Uh, do you happen to have one for sale? I think they're pretty hard to come by as well. Um, he uh, turns around and reaches and like rummages around in the wagon um, behind him. And um, he pulls out a... Uh, weathered looking matchbook that says uh, that says like has like a spade it's like a black or a, a white matchbook with like a black spade on it and it says ace of spades club and uh, he opens it up and it's you know it's all tattered and weathered and stuff And but he it, he opens it up and it's got like a couple matches in it and he pulls one off and sparks it and holds it out to you Oh, thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure that's what smoking sounds like, but okay. Yeah, but he's, he's uh, just puffing on it like it's like a nipple, you know. It's like so uh, comforting to him. And that's a nick nipple. <laughs> nickel. <laughs> nickel. You suck that nickel, Mr. Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, someone had a nickel for every time. <laughs> someone needs to write that song. Uh, you suck that nickel, Mister Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> suck that nickel, Mister Pickle. Oh my God, that's like a show tune. Oh well. That's I was thinking good. like uh, that for some reason like the doctor or not the uh, the Grinch song like came to my mind. Suck the nickel, <laughs> Doctor Pickle. <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> well that was a fun little uh, diversion <laughs> but anyway uh, if you guys don't uh, have any further trading you would like to do uh, Herm is going to proceed on his way and I suppose you are as well yeah and so you continue along the trail and uh, a couple more hours pass. Let's see what. Well, I could just walk for hours. This reminds me back when I used to be a road walker. Hey, don't smoke all them uh, those cigarettes well, at one time. Now. I have to smoke them because if I let this one go out, I can't light the next one. So I got to smoke oh, yeah. them one after the other. <sighs> but I'm just going slow so they last as long as they can. Oh, life is grand when you have cigarettes. Mm. Wonderful day to walk. Just enjoying life. And you doing good trading that uh, LP. Uh, yeah, you're you're on your way to become a pickle. I'd say uh, you learn a letter each time you do a, a good thing. So you got your P today. All right, I'm Honcho P. Oh, Honcho yeah, P. That's great, that's great. Yeah, you know, he got a good deal on that Deep Purple record. That's still in the shrink wrap with the Sam Goody sticker on it. So, that one's a good one. I don't know who Sam Goody is, but he had a lot of good records. Uh, so, after a couple hours... Um, you uh, encounter this man who's just like sitting in the sand. I mean, it's not, it's deserty, but not like, I mean, there's like scrub plants and, and stuff, and, you know, occasionally maybe a, a tree. Um, but you, uh, there's this there's this guy and you can see him from a distance um he's just kind of sitting next to the trail looks like he's kind of picking at the dirt or like like got a little 
stick and he's just like you know scratching stuff into the dirt or the sand um, and as you approach he kind of looks up and gives you you know a nod and then just looks back down at uh, <laughs> his nonsense scrawlings hey um, mister what, what you scroll what you writing in there what you drawing on what, what you got some kind of plans or are you writing a poem or are you doing plans for world domination or what you doing there partner well, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just, he's missing his brain. <laughs> do you, do you, by the way, do you still have any cigarettes at this point, or do you smoke them all? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know how long it's been. It's been a couple, a couple hours. hours. Eh, I mean, sure, he probably. Maybe he's got he's got the la- he's smoking on the very last one. And knowing <laughs> you, you probably keep the butts around so you can put the butts in between your cheek and gum. Oh and yeah, residual nicotine. Yeah. He's, he knows he's gonna once this wears off, he's gonna you know have a nick fit again, and he's gonna even like the smallest little flake of nicotine or tobacco he's gonna want to save. Well, uh, if he is uh, puffing on the very final one, uh, this man... And by the way, he's basically nude other than he's got sort of like a loincloth, like a, you know, stained and soiled soiled loincloth on. Um, And he's like, is that that a cigarette you got there? Well, yep, it's all mine, though. Uh, I, I paid... And my boy, uh, here, uh, Honcho P, uh, he, we traded for it, and I can't, uh, even spare a puff. Oh, just a puff, mister, just a puff, just one puff. Ah, uh, what you got, to, you got a, something to trade for a puff? I got my underpants. Oh, <laughs> uh, they soiled. Well, I mean, everything is soiled around here. Well, I did, but I mean, did you actually take a poop in your pant in your underpants? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't poop in my underpants. No, no, no. Uh, he says. How many s- what we- skid marks you got in there? I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you don't be counting his skid marks, Mr. Pickle. It's just not well, something that's done by a gentleman. I'm just saying it's got to be fresh linen if I'm going to trade for a precious puff of smoke. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you, got, you don't get nothing. I'm going to take uh, my last couple of puffs of this thing before it's out and I'm going to stamp it out and save it uh, in case I come across some fire in the future. Well, that's just too bad for you, then. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing out here half nude, drawn in the dirt. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you seem to lost your way. I guess you could go head back at um, where we come from, Boomtown. I don't know if, I mean, uh, there's a, I hear there's a lady there named Jackie. She seems to be uh, quite fond of men. She certainly gives me uh, the the eye, and she, she's looking, she has, uh, uh, she has intent towards Honcho, probably towards all the men. So we might want to head there. She's certainly friendly enough to give them skid-marked unders, underwears a laundry for you. Well, uh, and at the mention of uh, Boomtown and women in particular, he, he seems to cheer up a little bit. And, uh, where's this at? You just follow that rutted path back, back, back this, back that away. And you're eventually going to reach it. Oh, well, thank you, he says, and uh, he gets up and actually starts walking off towards Boomtown. 
and the, with the thing he was drawing in the dirt that just looks like incomprehensible. Yeah, he. Uh, you think? Yeah, he's just okay. uh, probably doodling. Very, yeah, very, not even doodling. So much as just incoherently. The guy, this dude, is just not with it. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm not really sure what the ramifications of sending him to Boomtown because I did not expect that outcome. Um, so I'm not really sure what the ramifications of sending him to Boomtown will be, but there will probably be ramifications. Yeah, well, something to look forward to when we come back. If we come Well, back. I'm reckless. I'm reckless. I don't think ahead. Well, may, maybe there won't be a Boomtown to come back to. We'll oh, see. don't say it. Don't say it. Well, anyway, with uh, the crazed hermit heading off towards Boomtown, you resume your um, journey towards Lake Volta and eventually Lake City. And um, let's roll some dice real quick. Rolling dice, rolling dice on the table. Table, table, table. So, um, the next few hours pass with with no uh, crazy people and or caravanners. Um, you know, passing you by or you passing them by. Um, and you're actually starting to get, you know, fairly close to the lake. Of course, you know this, you've made this journey um, sometimes. And of course, um, as you get closer and closer, the, uh, the tall um, towers of the um, ruined city begin, you know, growing in size uh, as you get closer and closer. And of course, you know, most a lot of the windows are, are broken, and you know, the the frequency of old, burned out, rusted out cars uh, on the highway has been steadily increasing as you knew it would. Um, but you're, you know, once you get to the point where you're like, um, you know, you're getting, well, and you obviously could see uh, the lake from quite a distance it's a pretty good size um, and you are coming up a hill that uh, once, you, once you crest it will then lead down uh, to the lake it's still a ways off but you know that once you crest this you know that uh, it's kind of the final stretch uh, to go back downhill and then to the lake itself and as you crest that hill you see a site that you have not seen before and um, there are four probably seven foot tall mechanical yeah. creatures them. get down get down and I was just about to say they're standing um, kind of in a small cluster next to the lake for one thing and also some weird looking object that you've seen nothing like it before um, it looks almost like a large container of some kind sitting on the ground next to them and uh, I was going to say they don't seem to have noticed you as you just poke your heads up and it sounds like you're going to attempt to evade detection mm -hmm. um that's right. All right. Well, those must be the robots because they're so tall. They can't be soldiers. Well, what, if be these wearing, what if they's wearing stilts inside there? Like they's got, they put their feet on the, on like where the kneecaps is. No, they, they ain't going to be doing that now. Don't make me take that P away from you. No, I need a, I need the next letter too. I need an I so I can be Huncho Pie. Yeah, well, you just don't say... Stupid things, then. 
Ain't no, they're not on stilts. Uh, you don't know, we don't know nothing about the culture of robot men. That's all I'm saying. This is a wide world out there full of strange and unusual things. Well, assuming you uh, are attempting to quickly duck back behind the hill so as not to be seen, why don't you guys um, make uh, some agility tests? And remember, in this system, we rule low. We rule low. I got to get 10 or less, but I got 17. (laughs) And... I needed to get under 11, and I rolled a 14. You had to get under an 11, too. Well, unfortunately, you are not fast enough. And uh, one of these four robots and or men um, happens to, before you get down, happens to turn their head in your direction and clearly spots you as you attempt to duck behind the hill because you see a hand point in your direction and the head turns back around um, the, maybe having some kind of conversation. Um, oh, dang. dang it, you made us. You too slow. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was too slow. Wow, man, I think them robot men have done seen us. Uh, we're doomed. They're coming after it now. Maybe we just skirt off to the left or skirt off to the right while we still... Because they ain't got a line of sight on us now. They're going to hunt us down like dogs and vaporize us. I am actually going to make a really quick roll here to determine exactly what they are going to do. And... uh, so you have ducked behind the hill by this point and cannot, I assume, see them. Um, but you hear kind of a faint whirring noise begin to come from the direction of the lake. Here they come. Pop your head up and see what's going on. Yeah, I guess we kind of have to see yeah, at least... Get a quick look. You look, Mister Pickle. I'm too fr- I'm too frightened. Yeah, I'm frightened, but I'll look. So you look up, and you see that uh, the four robot men have gotten inside the container that had been sitting on the ground, and that is clearly the source of the whirring noise. It is as it is now uh, hovering. Uh, about a foot off the ground and you can see you know it's kicking up all kinds of dust um, and dirt and stuff Um, and you watch as it whirs off hovering off to the east oh they're going to the east they ain't coming after us doesn't look like it is east the direction you might have said this already but is east the direction of Lake City no, that is west. Okay, okay, good. Well, I wonder what it is that they's up to. I, I, I think I would love to have a contraption like what they got. That kind of little hover, hover carriage thing. That'd be great. <laughs> well, I don't know how lucky we are gonna, to find something like that, but we'll be lucky just to find some old scrap material or something. What was lucky is them robot men didn't come up here and chop us into tiny little pieces. Yeah, we're lucky, no thanks to you. Well, why always, do you think they... They're always messing up. Wow, sorry, Mr. Pickle. But why do you think they's going off in such a hurry? What do you think they's doing down there? Maybe we should go down there and see what they was... Let's go down there to that spot they was at and see... Why do they care about two scrappers out on the hilltop above them. Why, why are they going away so fast? Well, they got some kind of robot agenda, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, them robots. Let's, let, you want to go down there and see what they was doing? Yeah, I'll see if the coast is clear and then we can go. Yeah, there may be nothing to see, but they're they certainly mysterious. But like you said, you never know with robots what their strange agenda might be. Well, uh, Dennis, you 
you know, check to see if the coast is clear. And um, indeed, it is. You can see far off to the east, um, you know, the, the sort of dust cloud as this hover vehicle um, proceeds in that direction. Um, but it's pretty far off by this point. Um, and there doesn't appear from this distance anyway to be... They didn't. doesn't look like they left anything behind or anything. Is there anywhere... Like to proceed. Okay. Well, we... I think we should uh, walk over to where they were standing and just see maybe... Look around and see if... Um, maybe we can see something that they were looking at or anything of interest. So you head down there and kind of have a look around at the, uh, kind of the, you know, the lake shore. And, um, so of course, you know, the, uh, dirt and dust and sand have all been blown around by these hover fans. Um, but even in spite of that, you find several, you know, sets of fairly deep. Now the soil is, you know, pretty dry, um, but several sets of, of fairly deep footprints. Um, whatever these robot men are, they're clearly pretty heavy to make these kind of indentations in the uh, soil. Um, it, do- it doesn't look like they have left any equipment behind or anything, and you didn't see anything. I mean, you were kind of too far away to see anything besides the four uh, creatures and the vehicle from the distance uh, at the top of the hill. But clearly clearly, clearly they were doing something uh, at, you know, the lake, on the lake shore. And um, either they were done, coincidentally, <laughs> and, or, and just left, or who knows. Well, <clears throat> how, how would you feel about me trying to use my brains to figure it out, or my sense? I got more sense than brains. Or maybe there's not much that I could figure out. Hmm. Yeah, um... Make a... Sense roll. Well, how... How... how, how, What what is your... uh, What is your brain score? I got an 11 brains and I got 14 cents. Alright. Yeah, go ahead and make a sense roll. Okay. I got a three. That ain't too bad. Oh, that is really good, as a matter of fact. Um, okay. You actually find, in that case, um, a, a small strip of paper mm. on the ground next to the, uh, on the, you know, the lake shore next to the surface of the water. There's paper down here. I'm going to pick it up. Well, you, I didn't see that. You got some good eyes, I guess. Yeah, it ain't a cigarette, though. I already checked. Yeah. I'll pick up the paper and examine it. You pick it up, and, um, you know, it's yay long. Um, I know the people listening can't see this, but you can see my fingers. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's yay long, everyone. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> When you reach down to pick it up, it's uh, it looks like it's just a white strip of paper. But when you when you pick it up and turn it over, uh, on the other side, well, you know it's mostly white, and then there's uh, a small blue circle with faded edges. See, they got this is a circle paper, a little blue circle, and I wonder what the significance of this well, circle. It don't mean nothing to me. No, it don't mean nothing to me. Or maybe it's like an insignia or some such thing. Well, maybe, I'll maybe hold on to it in case we come yeah. across that somewhere else. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll put it right here in my pocket. Well, you pocket the mysterious strip of paper. You can. Write that down on your character sheet if you would like. I did. I wrote, found a strip of paper, a white strip on one side, small blue circle. All right. Well, it seems to me as though there is nothing to do now except head towards the city. Lake 
city. Now, of course, there are, um, you know, it's a fairly, or was, I should say, <clears throat> a fairly large city, and it's got, you know, its um, share of uh, tall buildings and, and such um, that you can uh, see from here. Um, and, of course, you know, you know, from here, the, 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 the tall buildings are like, well, you know, what the heck are those? I mean, probably you know, offices and stuff or apartments at one point or a hotel, like who knows? Um, but, uh, basically there are, um, a number of different ways you could approach it. Uh, and I'm kind of curious, uh, how you would like to approach. You can kind of go straight for the middle. Um, or interestingly, there is, um, one particularly interesting looking building. I mean, there's several tall buildings and, and, and mid-rise towers and stuff in various states of disrepair. But um, <clears throat> sort of at the southernmost edge of the um, you know downtown area you might call um, there's one particular particularly interesting looking building that basically and it from here you can't really tell what it is and you've probably seen it before but you know with no intention of going to the city it may not have looked as interesting at the time um, but it basically kind of looks like a spaceship like a big like almost like a flying saucer um, is it so it's, it's not blue is it it is not blue Okay. Um, good question it, though it is a sort of shiny reflective glass of course, some of the panels are, are broken and, and stuff, but um, yeah, it's um, it's almost like a. It's really hard to describe, but it kind of looks like a spaceship planted into the ground. Yeah. I wonder what in the hell could that be? No, that's a flying saucer. Because I saw an ancient artifact once called a comic book called Aliens Among Us, and I seen a picture and it looked just like it. I, I've heard of flying saucers that, no, those don't exist. I don't I'm not think. saying it's, I'm not saying it's aliens, right? <laughs> but it might be aliens. Uh, I don't believe it. Uh, but. Use, use a skeptic. Yeah, I've got a skeptical mind. Well, he's uh, certainly the most interesting-looking building out there. I'm curious, and I know you're eating up with curiosity. I was just gonna say that I just can't help myself. I do wonder what the hell this could be. Got to go. I mean, if nothing else, we might find some, take some of that, uh, you know, whatever inside of it. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean, if a building looks so interesting on the outside, just think how interesting it must be on the inside. And you's curious, and I'm reckless. I say we go for it. Okay, I think uh, I think we have a plan. All right. <clears throat> so I'm not even going to uh, mention um, the alternatives because it sounds like you've made up your mind, uh, which is, I mean, I, I kind of nudged you in that direction a little bit anyway. Um so you head off towards the southernmost um, edge of kind of the downtown area. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting as you approach to see kind of the... Um, of course, it's afternoon by this point. And um, it's kind of interesting as you approach to see down, you know, the vista of this sort of like almost canyon-like um, view with all these, you know buildings up to the street and some of them are pretty tall and everything and so you uh, approach this weird looking sort of spaceship like building and probably the first thing you would notice um, as you begin getting closer now of course it's still light out so it wouldn't have been as obvious from a distance but as you get closer um, you can see that uh, it has lights on inside, which is kind of weird. I mean, you don't really have, you know, much in the way of power in, in Boomtown. I mean, you know, you have a, 
a gen- there's a generator for some stuff, and you occasionally have batteries and stuff, and you, for like your flashlights and stuff like that. But um, as far as you know, having lights on in a building that isn't a candle or something—that's just kind of weird. Um, and as you get even closer, um, you see a sign near what must be the entrance to this spaceship building and um, it says Bane Center uh, Bane Center Bane Center now that, I don't like the sound of that at all but think of the bright lights they got in there they got all kinds of good scrap in there you just know it well there must be a reason they're using up electricity keep the lights on in this place yeah, we go, yeah. I can say we go in there, have a look around. Yeah, it don't hurt to have a little look-see. All right. Well, gentlemen, you uh, begin walking towards the Bain Center uh, with the intention of going inside. And uh, I think I'll leave, leave y'all and the listeners in a little bit of suspense and we'll pick up next time with you heading into the Bane Center, which I suspect the two of you have some inkling what that might imply, even if your characters do not. Yes. I have, um, yeah, a metagame gamey idea of what that could mean. And if you're a regular listener, you might as well. But that doesn't mean that any... Cape City related episodes are required uh, listening for this because not not the case. No, but but we just realized we are in our very own Cape City universe in the post apocalypse, so that's fun. Or some alternate version of it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, I guess then we'll come back next week and find out more. We will come back next week at level two, remember. That's right. Oh, yeah. Level up. So uh, level up in the interim. In the interim. All right. Well, I will uh, see everybody next week. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.